hi what's up everyone welcome to episode 45 of res hockey i'm trev and with me as always bush for some damn reason he's just happy and gloating today <laughs> yeah it's, it's uh... one of those smiles and smirks that you just want to punch in the face <laughs> <laughs> oh my god as, as everyone knows, his Oilers won, and my Maple Leafs lost. So, one of us is happy, one of us is not. <laughs> so, but we'll talk about that later. Um, our guest on the show for this week, he's from Kisikus First Nation in Saskatchewan. He played junior for... Portland Winterhawks in the WHL, and he played this past season with the Yorkton Terriers of the SJHL. Our guest for episode 45 is Mr. Keyshawn Gervais. So, great kid. It was a great interview. Uh, Bush wasn't able to do the interview with me because Bush had other priorities. Uh, he was working. So, yeah, it was, I was solo for the interview. Great kid. I really had a a blast i had fun with this kid so his interview will be later on so and uh okay we'll go our cuz of the week this one's a good one this week uh cuz of the week for episode 45 he's from edmonton alberta his name is mr harley cortorial or cortorial c o u r t o r e i l l e Cortorial, that's how you say. It? I th I think so. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Harley, for butchering your name. Court Cortorial, Cortorial. Yeah, yeah. Huh. As uh, he is the one that we made a mem meme about on uh, the other mm -hmm. night when he was yeah. uh, during the national anthem. He was on his phone, just happy, talking to his talking to his woman. Hey, babe, can you see me on TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was all happy at the Oilers game. Well, well, of well, course. They won that night. So, yeah. Thanks, uh, Harley, for being a good sport, man. I like sometimes when you make memes out of people, some people don't like it. They get offensive. But, yeah. Harley was a good guy. He, he, he knew it was, we were just uh, having, having some fun. So, Thanks, Harley, for being because of the week and being a good sport, man. We appreciate it. We mm -hmm. need more people like that to have fun and yeah. relax and laugh, right? Life's, life's too short to be crabby and angry and, and snappy. I just got a deep breath. You know what? Look Take a look around. What's happening? Is this funny? Yeah, it's funny. Just have a laugh. Relax. Just, exactly. You know? So um, that meme, I think it was like almost like 60,000. <laughs> and it was shared over 350 yeah. times so so right on so thanks Harley uh, shout outs do you have any shout outs this week shout out to uh, Oiler Nation that's all I'm saying everybody uh, on my uh, everybody in Alberta south of uh, Calgary or North of Cal I don't know anyone. Whoever's North of uh, Calgary. Even even though even all you guys in Calgary that are brave enough to cheer for Edmonton in public in Calgary, you guys are the rocks. You guys uh, 
I realize you guys are awesome. I went to a Calgary game, Calgary Edmonton game years ago, I think 2009, and I didn't wear any paraphernalia at all. I knew the hostility because I was, I was chicken my, shit. Absolutely, you just swore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew going into the game that I was, I was going into hostile territory. And the amount of hate that they have for Edmonton Oilers is unbelievable. Like, it's good, like rivalry, but some of them carry way, way, way too far. Oh, away. I know. Like, like they spend uh, hundreds, hundreds of dollars on uh, authentic jerseys only to get, like, Oilers suck on the back. <laughs> or like it's just like wow you got money to spend i guess <laughs> oh well since you're giving a shout out to oilers nation I, mm-hmm. i'll give a shout out to my least nations absolutely I'm sorry, guys the the refs screwed us like always yeah it's hall that was not an interference penalty at all one thousand percent was not interference and those high stick penalties in game six they weren't high sticking like nope. that foot kit overreacted and faked yeah faked it. so so relief nations next year we'll be back bigger and stronger yeah we'll, uh, you know what there was i don't think there was excuses there there were valid reasons why uh leafs lost game seven valid reasons like and that six that should not have been an interference call no that changed the momentum you could mentally they were you can tell they got deflated because they had to play they because they had to play not only um uh, Tampa Bay, but all of Tampa Bay's refs is yep. just bad. Like you know what it's like going against those tournaments. That you know, it's all, it's awful. It's an awful feeling when you get when you're singled out because of because of whatever the color of your jersey. I'm not saying anything else. It's just it's it's a it's a big big hurdle that you have to overcome, and sometimes you just can't. So it's going to be a long off season for the Leaf Nation, as always. Yeah, but you know what? They're uh, at the, you know, Austin Matthews. They're, like they're right there. Yeah, they're close. So they're right there. Yeah, whatever. I'm over it now. Screw them. <laughs> <laughs> nothing says uh, yeah. Nothing says nothing says uh, you're over it by saying screw them immediately after. <laughs> Still bitter. I need a smudge. I should have smudged the TV. Yeah, I told you. You got to do it. We, I smudged. I smudged <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh, you know how hard it is to smudge in my Libera at work? I had to oh, you froze up, Bush. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties. You yeah. froze there. You're, uh, so did you. Oh, your internet connection is unstable, it says on my laptop what are you talking about it's got to be yours i got i got like full bars oh i thought it was just your dial-up man <laughs> yeah your uh, I your got starlink my starlink your, your starlink dish is kind of off <laughs> your, your ceiling yeah so uh nhl playoffs let's talk go over our Ooh. first round how, how many did you get right all right the, for the west play. for the west i got uh I got three out of four right. Uh, I thought Minnesota would pull it off against uh, Coach Berube, but uh, he had the powers of the Ojibwe in him. Three. Three. What? Cree. <laughs> uh, uh, we knew we, we knew we knew Kale McCarr and McKinnon. They're not going to be stopped by Nashville. Oh. It was just Kale McCarr. He's, he's too sick. I think he's, he's better than I think he's better than. 
than Paul Coffey was if, if you take the same age proportion, same age. Damn right. I think so, but 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 McCarr didn't have Gretzky, Messi, right? Like he's no. doing it on his he's own. Got, he's got McKinnon. Yeah. yeah. Coffee had all those uh all those uh Hall of Famers. So if you were two for three for four, I was two for two then. I got St. Louis yeah, you, and, and St. Colorado. And Colorado. I yeah. picked the Kings, which I was close. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and they, Dallas, they, they and I was really close. Yeah. Oh, how about that? Uh, did you see that shot by Johnny Gaudreau? Johnny, Johnny Hockey. Hockey. Holy smokes. He, he shot it from nowhere, and he scored from pretty much even less than that. It was a, anybody, YouTube that clip, man. He, he The way he go, got his goal. He didn't just put his head down and shoot. You knew he was, oh, yeah. he was going for it. Like these, these guys get to that, that stage. Those, these pure hockey scorers, they, they know where they're shooting it. So like when you when you listen to a game live and you're in some somebody's in the stands, do you think they really meant to shoot it that way? I got damn right they did. Right, yeah. What yeah. about the East? With the what was our? I was. Uh, we both were two for four. We uh, we 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 both choose Florida and Ethan Bear. Okay. Yeah. So because oh, yeah, we picked the Penguins, eh? Yeah, we we were close you, on that one again. Over uh, overtime you, and. Yeah, you picked them in, in six. Seven. I picked them in seven. Ooh. Yeah. And the, sh- the damn Leafs. Ah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. You know, I thought, well, I thought for sure Edmonton was going to lose because uh, there's a couple goals that they should have uh, called for, but I thought Batman would have his Southern States again. What do you think about veteran Duncan Keith? Like, do you he's think he's you know who's playing good for Oilers is Bouchard. I'm surprised Bouchard. Yeah, that's because uh, you know that's because when I took you under my wing for Copperfin, <laughs> <laughs> I was still minus five playing with you, and you would have been minus ten without me. <laughs> yeah. we, no, won, we won ten five, and we were still a minus five. Yeah, it was like that Casey's game years ago, and uh... <laughs> we won seven four, and I was like a minus four. <laughs> No, I that's that's why I thought uh, I thought Ethan Barry was going to flourish under uh, Keith, but they traded that. We know where that went, but I knew Keith would take whoever a rookie and just say, you know what, kid, here's where you got to go, here's what you got to do, and just do it. And you can tell when 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 we watched Ethan Bear um, in that preseason game, or not Ethan Bear, Evan Bouchard in that preseason game, it's like. Is this guy's playing in the NHL? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Then to now, all of a sudden, you know what? He's he's playing well. He's he's shooting where he has to shoot. He's uh, you know, he's not he's not making those high risk pinches. He's doing well under Keith, though. <laughs> so Washington's out. So TJ Oshie out of out of the bunch there. TJ Oshie is the only one out. You still have Montour in Florida, Bear and Jarvis in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Then you got Baruby and St. Louis, so it's not too bad that it's only one one uh, niche is out. Okay, we'll wow. do our Eastern Conference picks. Oh, but oh, also a shout out to uh, to a, a niche playing overseas for Team Canada. Oh yeah, Mister uh, Mister Zach, Mister Zach White, Zachary, yep. So that's good though. They're winning so far. I think they're two and zero. So, good, 
good, okay. some, uh, some good smudges over there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, for uh, Florida, Tampa Bay, who do you got? We'll start in the East. Ooh. You know what? I, um, I'm going to go Florida. I'm going to go Florida, too, in six, just because I don't like Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm gonna. They're gonna dispatch them in six, I think. Oh yeah, that's like seven game series in the first round is kind of too much. It totally drains the yeah. team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll go Florida in six. Yeah. Okay, our boys, uh, Ethan Bear, Seth oh. Jarvis against New York Rangers. I'm going uh, Ethan Bear. Uh, I'm gonna go make a bold prediction. I'm gonna go five games. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to go one up, and I'm going to say a sweep. Oh, yeah. Seth Jarvis is playing really good as a rookie. He's uh, laying the body up there, so it's good to see he's not afraid. So, yeah. Okay, so Florida and Carolina. Yep. Okay, for the West, we got our our boy Craig Berube in the Blues against Nathan McKinnon and the Avalanche. Much as I want uh, our coach to go, I, I think McCarr and I think they're just too good. I think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna take him. I think they're gonna take him to the seven games. Seven. I'm gonna go yeah. five. Oh yeah. Lunch in five. Yeah. So, last but not least, the Battle of Alberta. Oh, you know who Calgary I'm gonna go with against Edmonton. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go with him in six games. Calgary? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, but it's going to be a, I think the goal differential for those six games is, is going to be like three or four goals total. Yeah, it's going to really be like one, one goal game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. like they're not going to be any like eight, two blowouts or six, one blowouts. No, that's going to be really stingy. Like I'm, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking double overtime sometimes even. I'm going to go with Calgary in five. I'm going to unfriend you. Because goaltending with Markstrom's way better than Smith. Every time I just, I want Smith to play the puck just to cough it up. I know you do. <laughs> I can just see it when he stops and <laughs> I can hear you. Play it. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have, they don't, the Oilers don't have secondary scoring though. Right? Like, so, for that picks for so for the Western Conference, I got Calgary over Edmonton and yeah. Colorado over St. Louis. Yeah, we both have our picks are the same except I got Edmonton. Ooh, yeah, I got oh, Edmonton. That's gonna be deadly, eh? The Battle of Alberta. When was the yeah. last time they had that? Nineteen ninety-one. Oh. Really? That yeah. long ago? That's how long the Oilers been in the basement. 30 went on 31 30 years. 31 years, yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, it's weird. There's uh, almost an, an anomaly because, uh, in 2004, Calgary went to the show. That goal, that puck crossed the line. Jalana scored. Calgary should have won the Stanley Cup that year. Oh, yeah. You can see the replays that, that, that puck crossed the line. That was 04, eh? Yeah, that was that was your um, Martin Saint Louis and uh, Dave Andrichuk hoisted the cup. Oh yeah. N- See, next Tampa year Bay was everything all the time. Yeah, I know. Next year was a lockout, and then we had a really, really stupidly overstocked junior team. Oh yeah, 
in uh, Grand because because uh, Patrice Bergeron and I, I one other NHL player I can't remember was able to play because of luckout. And then the next year after that, that was a Cinderella story with the, the Oilers. They went to Game Seven, and that's when Andrew Ladd ran all four starting goalies, and every uh, you watch, but he he took out Rolson, took out his knee, and then. Yeah, we'll talk about whatever Ty happened Coughlin there. tried to play the puck. Yeah, See, I know. With, with Edmonton goalies trying to play the puck. Just stay in your in damn overtime. Head. And when they were t- oh, in over, like damn it, just cover it. You don't have to. And then, and then the next year after that, Vancouver uh, went to the Lock final, seven. but but the it was uh, yeah. And then they they lost, and then the and uh, riots. Oh yeah. Do you think the loser of Calgary Edmonton? That there'll be like oh, like a lot of destructions in the city. I think there's gonna be a lot of swearing involved. <laughs> Where when's game one and two? That's in Edmonton. Game no, it's Calgary. They're higher yeah. higher seated, so they're gonna be in Calgary Ooh. on Wednesday and on Saturday. That means me. That means me and you. We gotta make us. We we gotta make a big choice on Saturday night. I think so. Yeah, we should look for a sports. Yeah, sports bar and go watch the game. Facility, yeah. If anyone knows of a good place in Saskatoon to go watch a hockey game, because we'll be in Saskatoon, let yeah. us know. So, and which jersey should we wear, though? You know, what is, is Saskatchewan? Like a, are they? See, I don't like, know. <laughs> they're between Winnipeg Jets, Albert, and the two Alberta teams. So, yeah. So let us know. Hit us up on our Facebook. Are they? I don't know. That's I. That's a good question. Like oh, Saskatchewan mm-hmm. fans, what, what are you guys? Leaf yeah. fans? <laughs> Leaf fans. Ottawa oh, fans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. All right. With that being said, we got our picks done for the second round. Yeah. We're not two for four was pretty crap. Three. I'm surprised you got three for four. So... All right, uh, let's head over to our interview with uh, Mr. Keyshawn Gervais. We'll be yep. right back, mm-hmm. guys. Hey, guys, Res Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest for episode 45. He is from Kisaku, Saskatchewan. Uh, he's a good Saskatchewan boy. Res Hockey would like to introduce you, Keyshawn Gervais. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, been watching, listening for a while, so uh, it's an honor to be on here. So uh, let's get started. Uh, how did you get started in the game? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in Kisakus, and uh, it's a reserve kind of by the Manitoba border about an hour away, and uh, I grew up with hockey pretty much. Uh, I was surrounded by it by my uncles and my brother. So um, my dad, my brother, and my grandpa would always do the old backyard rink. Uh, we kind of lived out on our farm with our horses. So, you know, we kind of had that in hockey and school to focus on. And uh, my grandpa and my dad as well, you know, they really helped uh, me and my brother keep a straight head and you know, our focuses was always uh, hockey and horse racing. So uh, up until I was about 13, I played my minor hockey in Kamsak, about 15 minutes from Kisakus. And 
I left home at 13 to go live in York and to try to chase my dream and hopefully get drafted. And I was fortunate enough to get drafted to Portland and things kind of took off from there. You played, yeah, you mentioned Portland. You played junior for the, the Winterhawks in the dub and Yorkton Terriers in the SJ. How was your experience playing junior? It was awesome. You know, every kid kind of watches junior hockey and they dream to be playing at that level. So uh, when I was able to get drafted by Portland when I was 14, it was, you know, it was such a huge opportunity being able to move away from home and being able to move across, not just across the country, but, you know, you're moving to a whole completely different country, a new, new setting, and you get to meet a lot of new people. So I was fortunate enough to play with uh, guys like Seth Jarvis, who's in the NHL playoffs right now, another good native hockey boy. So I've still been keeping in contact with him, guys like Jaden Durow. And I was fortunate enough to get uh, coached by guys like Mike Johnson and Don Hay. So uh, I was kind of a sponge while I was up there. And, uh, you know, I started off my junior career, like you said, in Yorkton. And I started there. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get drafted there in the SJ draft. My I was the stick boy for the Terriers when I was about 12. <laughs> brother, my brother won the RBC Cup with them. And uh, I still remember to this day in the summer after I got drafted to the Terriers in the SG draft, my brother came up to me and he said, uh, yeah, one of the coaches called him in the summer and they asked if I'd, you know, enjoy being a Terrier. And he, uh, he must have said that I would. So uh, I started my junior career there and ended it there. And honestly, if I can go back, I wouldn't change a thing. Unfortunately, the last couple of years, hockey has been mostly put on hold um, due to this pandemic. How do you feel as someone um, like two of your years playing junior were cut short? Um, how do you how does it feel knowing that like that shit, like my junior career was cut short because of this this pandemic? Yeah, so it was honestly uh the worst for us we were first in the western hockey league uh and we were going into playoffs i think we had a couple of games left and uh scouts this was my draft year so scouts weren't really watching us they told our head coach they said they kind of wanted to wait until playoffs which got you know cut short and then um just a curious junior player you're seeing a bunch of guys get drafted i just wanted to ask my coach like if any teams had any interest and he said uh, I was supposed to go to two teams rookie camps, but they weren't having rookie camps because of COVID. And if I worked hard and I had a really good year the next year that I'd be invited to the rookie camps. And then I kind of had a pretty bad setback. I didn't go to camp uh, at weight that I needed to be. And then I kind of got knocked off uh, the puck by Jarvie in a battle, hurt my shoulder, missed the first couple games. And then, uh, you know, I kind of missed out on that opportunity. But since then, I've been, you know, just grinding lately and I've been able to go use sports and trying to continue my route to pro from there. So, uh, you know, you can sit back and be disappointed because of COVID. But honestly, it's opened up a lot of doors for me as well. And just try to uh, look at it as in a positive aspect and just hearing the words that, uh, you know, you're looked at and they were going to possibly take you for an NHL camp is motivation itself. So uh, just, you know, hearing those words were pretty cool. And I'm still uh, chasing that goal. You mentioned Seth Jarvis and Jaden Duro, um, along with Robbie from DeLorme. How was it? Co how cool was it playing with uh, some Nish brothers? Yeah, we're uh, 
I was fortunate enough to go into Portland with Jaden. I got to know Seth with my two years playing there and uh, three, four years of being a camp with him. And then Robbie was actually my billet brother. So he's basically like, I see him as my brother. So them three. And then I think we had three others on the team that had Métis status as well. So I think there's six or close to seven of us uh, Nish boys on the team. So, um, you know, Jarvie and Darrow, they were on the line. They'd always call themselves something like the native connection with Newkirk. They'd always have a little laugh about that. Me and uh, Robbie, I, I uh, Indian tacos last year for supper and me and him feasted out on that. So, you know, being able to go to somewhere like Portland where there's, you know, not too many natives and share that with them. It's, it was honestly, it made my experience in Portland that much better. And, uh, you know, they really embrace it there as well. How do you feel about the Winterhawks changing their logo um, from the famous Indian head, like Chicago Blackhawks, and now they, uh, what is it, just like a hawk? Like, yeah. How do you feel about that? I uh, I got asked this a lot, uh, like a lot. I know I think Jaden uh, did as well and Robbie and Seth, but I honestly love the traditional hawk logo personally. Um, my family was proud of it because – you know, there's every native tournament you go to, you see like a Blackhawks hat, even if they're, yeah, or like something along those lines. So just, uh, there's a petition, I think, going around in Portland to get it changed. And a lot of it wasn't from the indigenous community. I think some of it was, but half of it wasn't. And I just wish that before they made the petition, they knew that, Yes, like there is some teams, I guess you could call their logos offensive and stuff, but the Winterhawks have been that staple for that long. And it's just our family. And I know a lot of Indigenous people around find pride in having an Indigenous logo, especially for sports teams, like my grandpa said that once. But on the other side of the argument, I know Portland's wanted their own logo and their own identity. And everyone's been saying like it's just a knockoff Blackhawks logo and Portland such a storied franchise and they're such a prestigious organization that they kind of wanted to have their own identity and they wanted to have a logo that set themselves apart from anybody else so I think kind of the mixture of both and you know I I respect Portland's decision they're they still have fans in the crowds who get both jerseys so uh you know it didn't really affect me I saw both sides of it and honestly I I'm I'm happy with how it's going right now and they're in a deep run so they started off pretty slow and everyone was calling it the jersey curse and uh yeah they i think they've lost one game in playoffs so far so i don't think that curse is a thing uh this past season you were a captain of the the terriers how big of an honor was it to be captain of your squad uh yeah being uh named captain for the terriers was a long list of dreams that came through this year uh not only being able to be a captain, but being able to wear the same jersey and the same number as my older brother, who also wore the C for the team, made it a lot more special. Uh, like I said, I was the stick boy for the Terriers, and I, I grew up in those dressing rooms just as a fan. And uh, when I came back from Portland with uh, the junior experience, they said they wanted me to be in more uh, kind of a leadership role, and I felt like I was ready to take that role as, along with Eric Boers, our uh, other captain. And you know, it, like like I said, it was just a dream come true being able to play in front of my family and wear that same number as my brother. And, you know, Yorkton treated me with nothing but love and respect. And 
I can I couldn't thank that organization enough. And I tried to leave it all out there every game, like my brother did as a captain. And uh, looking back on my junior career, I I sure as hell hope I did that. This fall, you're attending Lakehead University in Thunder Bay. Uh, how excited are you to be, become a, a Thunderwolf? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm so excited. Not only because uh, at the start of the year, I said I either want to go play U Sports. I knew I wanted to play U Sports in either Ontario or BC because. I was born in Manitoba. I grew up in Saskatchewan my whole life, played hockey in Alberta, moved to Portland. I just haven't experienced Ontario or BC really. So uh, throughout the season, I was kind of trying to go through options in Lakehead. Uh, just their coach, their atmosphere, their, uh, their following. They, they have a huge Indigenous following and they have the biggest attendance rate in youth sports. Uh, in the whole U sports league. So just kind of a mixture of that and being able to commit with uh, Olivier Pouliot out of Estevan, me and him became kind of good buddies throughout the year, him playing in the SJHL and just being able to go there with somebody I know and a new experience being out in Thunder Bay and we're playing every weekend in Toronto and, you know, all these factors, they, I think one of the first things they said to me is that they fly to every game. So uh, like they treat you like a pro, everything about it just kind of spoke to me. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've been greeted by people in Thunder Bay already. So it looks like a very welcoming place. And I'm honestly really excited about it. I grew up in Thunder Bay. So, and yeah, LEU is probably the number one team in, in the city. Uh, you get 3000 plus fans. And like you said, uh, there's it, Thunder Bay has a big native population. So you'll, uh, You'll fit right in there and you'll love it. It's a great, it's a great place. Um, so yeah, for sure. I usually attend a couple of games this year in the year. So for sure, I'll probably be coming to watch you play. Uh, Thank you. Teddy Ware, what can you, uh, what can you let the listeners know about your, uh, your company? Yeah. So uh, I started Teddy Ware when uh, kind of like a month or two before COVID happened while I was in Portland and, I took advantage of the pandemic to kind of work on the brand and it's a clothing line for mental health and it's focused on mental health and athletes. So I've been fortunate enough to do collaborations such as team Saskatchewan's national Aboriginal hockey team, uh, the York and Terriers. Um, and then some proceeds go towards mental health. I've been able to donate to a mental health foundation tournament in Yorkton and just surrounding areas I've grown up with mental health issues. I've had a lot of friends and family members who have, and I'm a huge, huge fan of fashion and uh, kind of using the platform I have and trying to be a voice to change. So all those factors and everything and just me loving clothing and being a designer that being able to do that with a message and being able to help, you know, whatever cause that uh, Teddy wear decides that they want to try promote or help out that, uh, I can, I try to do so. Yeah, I, I started it about two years ago and it's been going pretty well and I'll be setting up. I, I'm not too sure where yet because they're not doing vendors, but I set up a vendor at Oscana and uh, this upcoming Freddy tournament, I plan on doing a pop-up somewhere. So things have been going good and uh, yeah, that's kind of the rundown on Teddy Wear. Do you uh, make up your own designs? Yeah, so I uh, I Photoshop and kind of I drew out my main logo and all my stuff's done 
all personally digitally and I heat press and cut out all the vinyl. So everything's handcrafted pretty much by me when a sweater. Yeah, we, uh, Bush and I, the, the other host, we approached someone on Sasaskamoose to see if we could sit up too, but they told her it's just the major sponsors that they're giving yeah. to. So that was kind of unfortunate, but yeah, I that's what them. I got told too. And they got, uh, I got asked, like, do you want to be a sponsor? And I asked, like, okay, how much? And they said 10 grand. And I was like, <laughs> give me a few years. Give me a few years. <laughs> I told Bush that we'll just walk around with a sign and I'll hold yeah. a bag full of clothing and we'll just go sell our stuff like that. Uh, yeah, somebody said just set up outside your car, open up your trunk. I was like, bad, might have to. But honestly, I might get a big tent and some signs and wherever I get permission or wherever I think I'll be able to around the rinks, I'll just kind of set up a shop there. Um, who did you play for a couple week weekends ago in Regina at the Oscana? I played for the Res Kings. How'd you guys do? We got beats in the qualifying game against, oh, what team was it? Was it the Monarchs that got, beat you guys? What's the, what was the reserves team name? Moose Lake? Yeah, it was Moose yeah, Lake. Okay, I watched that game, yeah. I was yeah, they were... behind the net, and you, I, you were thinking about doing the Michigan. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Some people see that as kind of like a cocky play, but no. I don't know. I I didn't see anything, and if it's a rec game and the goalie can't get over, I was thinking may may as well. But yeah, they that Moose Lake game, they we ran into a hot goalie. Like he, yeah, he stood on his head. He he did his job, and whatever they paid him, they should have gave him double because they definitely <laughs> uh he definitely stole that for him for sure. But yeah, that was a good tournament. There's a lot of a lot of good skill, a lot of good players to see before Freddie. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a zero zero game when you tried that. I mean, it'd, be, it'd make a difference if it was like a set, if you guys were winning seven nothing and it was a blow, but it was a zero zero game. So I was like, go, go for it. It's yeah. Not hurt nobody. <laughs> yeah. And like, if the play's there, I, I tried it in my very last ever junior game and I hit the crossbar. So I've been trying to get it ever since. Who was that one defenseman with the, the European shells? Oh, that was Dalen Smallchild. He's uh that was the first time I seen him. Man, that that kid's that kid's really good. He's yeah, he played in uh oh I think Germany, but he's out of Beardy's First Nation, I believe, anyway. But yeah, Smalls is uh he's been a friend of my brother's and kind of like a big brother honestly he's so good like he's he he, he's so smooth with the puck knows how to make that crisp first pass i haven't seen him play in a few years and then that first game when uh i think i was going up the wall and he was looking up the right side and then i just kind of had my stick out and he rifled the pass (laughs) over right on my tape without even looking so i was like he definitely played pro and knows what he's doing so yeah smalls is an unreal player for sure what about that other player who was your line mate that played on Spokane? Who was that kid? Uh, that was Chase Berthelet. He played in Spokane and he played for, I believe, the Winnipeg Ice. And then he got traded to Spokane. We were that line that I was playing with uh, him and Boston Bird. We were actually line mates at NAC, I think, four years ago. So, uh, yeah, he's a shifty, one of the fastest players I've ever seen because he's. 
he's really good at using his edges and kind of being shifty and he's really speedy. So yeah, he's, he's really good as well. Uh, Freddie is coming up this week. Who, who are you going to, who are you playing for? Uh, I'll be playing with my home reserve Kisakus. We entered, uh, we have, uh, I think we have a pretty good team. Guys have been skating for a while. So, uh, you know, I haven't played for team Kisakus in a tournament like this and, I think ever. I, I think I played in one uh, maybe a few years ago because I was too young before COVID and we haven't really had anywhere I was free. So this is uh, kind of going to be the first time I get to represent my my um, my home reserve. And I'm really excited. It's going to be from what I remember the last two Freddies. It's going to be a fast paced, intense tournament. And uh, we're facing up against so Chapways. Uh, they're they're really familiar with us we're really familiar with them and it's going to be a really good game to start it off on thursday uh nhl Stanley cup playoffs are happening right now uh who's your pick to win the cup um it was toronto <laughs> but since they got ousted i gotta go with my boy jarvie and the canes and uh ethan bear as well but yeah like i uh sent Jar. it's so weird seeing uh just like I snapped Jarvie about a teddy bear thing about a month ago. And we just like Snapchat here and there and he's going to play like a game seven or something. It's just a snap of him and his suit. It's just, I think it's pretty cool just seeing like guys you play with being in those scenarios. So, I mean, yeah, I want to see my boy Jarvie and as well as Ethan bear win a cup this year. Advice. What advice would you give young players coming up the ranks? Just some advice is uh, keep. I know it's cliche, but uh, just work hard because uh, you can easily fall into the trap at a young age of losing focus and losing that motivation. And just try find something that you really love to do, whether it's hockey or something that you're really passionate about that'll make you successful. And honestly, as a young person, one thing you really want to kind of encouraged and I know a lot of people preach is respect just respecting you know <laughs> respecting your elders I guess it's cliche but just having that respect factor will get you a long way and the work working hard aspect just yeah keep a straight head work for what you want and you know if you keep a straight head and you keep your grace it'll it'll work out perfect before we let you go, we'll uh, finish the interview with our famous uh, five rapid NIST questions. You ready? Sounds good. Question number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried. Not too oh, many baked people with say... soup, though. Oh, that's hard. Baked, because I like baked with soup. Yeah, not too many people like baked bannock. I'm like, there's only been a couple guys that like baked. I don't understand. I'm a baked. No, I'll, I'm switching. I'm switching my answer to baked because when I was younger, I had baked bannock at school in Kiskus, and they served it with uh, moose meat uh, soup, and that was my favorite meal at school every <laughs> week. So yeah, baked bannock. Perfect. Now, question number two: Ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? I think yeah. I think all of us have. Yep. <laughs> yep. For sure. And it's scary because you don't know if somebody's walking in as well when you're walking out, so you could just collide inside the curtain. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, I've definitely done that. Number three, ever see Ernest Mooney S live in concert? 
can't say I've seen him live in concert, but I've seen a lot of people with snap stories of Ernest. I think he's going to be at the opening ceremonies at the Freddy. So there, there's he things. If I wanted you, girl, right? Yeah, yeah. That better be the that better be the opening <laughs> song. It's That'd just quiet so in the rink, and all you hear is "If I wanted you, girl." Oh, I think the rink would go nuts. That would be awesome. <laughs> 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 Number four, bake, uh, bannock burger or Indian taco? Indian taco, hundred percent. Fifth and last question: Can you jig? I can. I have about three. If you're lucky enough to find them, I have about three videos out there of me jigging. One when I was about 12, and then I think two uh, last two or three years ago at Western Southern Native Tournament here. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, you know, once this is posted, I'll post it under the <laughs> I'll post it in the comments, the jigging video. Someone asks for it. All right, Keisha. Thank you for taking the time to, uh, to come interview. I know it's uh, you're a busy man, and considering it's Sunday evening, but uh, I appreciate taking the time and joining us on Res Hockey. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is an unreal podcast. I think you have a great following, and it was a huge honor for me to be on here. Well, uh, well, I'm going to the Freddy. I'm leaving Tuesday, so I'll probably be at one of your games. So we'll have to meet up and uh, talk talk a little bit and maybe exchange uh, merch because we got hoodies. So maybe uh, sounds good. Yeah, I'll definitely, be one your, I'll definitely be getting one of your sweaters this weekend for sure. All right, man. Take care, and uh, we'll see you this week. For sure. Thank you very much. Hi. Hey, guys. That was a good interview with Keyshawn. Great kid. Uh, check out his uh, his uh, his brand that he has. And uh, support. Support his brand because he gives money back. Teddy Wear. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. So uh, go out there and uh, support him because... He supports people who who are having mental health problems mm -hmm. and just issues. So it's good that he's giving back. And you guys in Thunder Bay, when he's playing this fall for Lakehead, go out there and support him because he's going to be away from home. And it's always good to see our brothers and sisters supporting each other when we're away from home. And it, it does help a lot when you see, see them in the stands when you're playing hockey. So mm -hmm. go out there when he's in Thunder Bay and – uh, go watch him play. So, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, where's Hockey Top 5? Uh, for this All week, right. we are going to be doing the top five logos of teams that are participating in the Fritz of Saskatoon yep. tournament this week in Saskatoon. They're just – they're not one, two, five. They're just random ra – like five random ones that I thought – I didn't rate them. I just picked five, so – the first one, number one, is the Sandy Bay Flying Feathermen. I always like their logo. It's pretty cool. Um, although, I like... Although, yeah, because as a defenseman, I always saw that coming really fast at me. <laughs> you, you barely saw the front. You just barely saw the saw the, I, always, I just saw the numbers. <laughs> just saw the numbers going yeah. by. Um, oh, I, yeah. like, I like yeah, reserves go. and teams that make their own logos. Yeah. You got to be original. Like there's some teams that have like Chicago Blackhawks logo or Vancouver Canucks or no, or the Oilers like Hobima. 
Yeah. I'm just, not I'm not saying that there's a horrible logo or we're calling you out or just like, you know, come on. That's uh <laughs> the five teams that we picked for this top five, they all have original logos and it's all yeah original and not copied from like an NHL team. So yeah, yeah so we have Sunday Bay Featherman. Next we have Six Nations Iron Man. Um Six Nation is famous for their iron workers. They made mm. so many uh skyscrapers in New York City and there's a documentary about the iron worker, so uh, that's a cool logo. Uh, they'll be at the Freddy's this year. Uh, another one is LaRange 89ers. I wonder why they came up with that name, 89ers. 89ers. I don't know. <laughs> they should have picked the 49ers. 49ers, yeah. Always, Powell, yeah. They're in Powell season. Yeah. But uh, they have a cool logo, too. It's That's an original one. Uh, number four, Big Guy Lake Mohawks out of BC. Um, they have a pretty neat logo. But uh, it's funny when, like, other, like, for other, I don't know, tribes, I guess, to name their team another tribe. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. like Pegwis, Pegwis Mohawks. Mohawk. Like, yeah, okay, even, yeah. Even though they're not. Mohawks, they're what Crees or Joe yeah, Crees. I know it. yeah, and I they named their team that. Mohawks. Like so saying, that's what Big Guy Lake is doing. It's like the Sabaskong Iroquois. Yeah, you so, know, I know. Yeah, yeah, it seems I mean, it's kind of yeah. it's weird, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, last but not least, I'm biased. Uh, I've known this you my whole life. We're going with Moose Factory Scrappers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love my, love my my community. I love Scrappers. Um, they always had a cool cool name and cool logo. Mm-hmm. So, and they've been around. The Scrappers have been around for like fifty years. That name and so it's a historic name back home, and it's it's good to see that the, the new generations still using the Scrappers. So we got Moose Factory Scrappers, Big Guy Lake Mohawks, Larange Eighty Niners. Six Nation Ironman and the Sandy Bay Flying Feathermen. So, oh yeah, but but a lot of the other teams are have nice logos too and mm-hmm. nice colors on their jerseys. So it's going to be cool because this week at the Fresno Saskatoon, they're making all the teams have matching home and away jerseys and socks. Oh, good. So it's, that's something. It's that's really like that's really cool when you see that because you like don't want to go to a top notch tournament like that and have everyone different socks. I know. But right. uh, that Six Nations team, they have uh, no, Aquasosny. They have like matching gloves, shells, oh, yeah? socks, and everything right to the team. That's cool. So they're going to really look good on the ice. I think that's mm-hmm. going to help appearance. Totally helps yeah. the confidence. And oh, You look sure. good. You play good, man. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You got to If you look good, you look the part. You think it, act as if. And you'll look look at yourself off the reflection in the glass and it's like, damn, I look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this week, the Fred Sasaskamoos tournament will be held in Saskatoon. It's pretty much the national championship now. All the best teams from all over yeah. Canada will be playing. So uh, Bush and I will be there. Yep. So if you guys see us, we're selling hoodies too. So come yeah, buy a hoodie. We will. Yeah. 
Bush will have eight by tens and a sharpie, so he'll be signing autographs. Yeah, any teams you if you want a forty-seven year old defenseman that 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 is okay, give me show. <laughs> he's, he's the best okayest defenseman. I'm, I'm the most okayest defenseman you'll ever see. He'll sit right in the middle of the bench. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be good. I can't wait to watch. Uh, games start Thursday morning. Uh, I know. Who, okay. Who do you think is going to win? I'm going to be Freddie. geographically biased. I, I, I got to say, uh, I think Nate, Nate and Owen, I think they got, and Troy, I think they got some. I think they're going to play pissed off because of what they had to go through last year playing all day and all night Sunday and only losing the shootout. Yeah. So you're going with Eagle Lake Chiefs? I'm going to go with Eagle. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, yeah. I, I really, really want to see Norway House play, though. Norway House has three good pickups. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we got a good good friends of a of the show, uh, his nephew, Miles, his core players. They they lost a brother last year, so they're going to be playing for him. Oh, and for then sure. they got the, those three, like, Wacy and wow, that's going to be a really, really good. I also, uh, who's Dwayne playing for? Dwayne, uh, yeah. oh, he said he's playing for Canoe Lake if he can get okay. his release from his community. So hopefully okay. he's able to play for Canoe Lake. Mm-hmm. Canoe well, Lake will probably be up there too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. I, I, as far as uh, one, two, three players, I want to see Nora House play. I want to see those guys on one line. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Norway House and Cross Lake are in a pool together. They're in Pool G. They so, they got a good rivalry here in North America for the last couple of years. It just seems like they're one one and two for about two three years running. So they play Friday at ten thirty. Cross Lake Islanders and Norway House. Nice. You should make that game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the Manitoba teams are, are going to do good. We know most of them, so yeah. it's uh, it's going to be exciting. Like I'm going to be spending pretty much the whole four four days at the ring just yeah. watching. So, Plus it'll, be, it'll, it'll it'll be good to see the some uh, past guests play and uh, talk to them of the experience, and especially on the women's side, I'm really looking forward to. Watching uh, Kelly Babsock, Taylor, Tom, and a couple other players play. Uh, the 10 teams that are participating in the women's division, you got the Métis Nation, yeah. Cross Lake Lady Islanders, Saugeen Thunder, Mixed Nation, Boosh Factory Lady, Lady Scrappers, mm-hmm. uh, Sage Strong, uh, Kainé. Blackhawk. <laughs> we gotta we gotta learn how to pronounce them. I know I know, I know better you than me right now. So. Kai Kai Kaine, uh Wiki T Burst Warriors and Cree Nation Select. So damn I always have to butcher at least one community name every show. So out well, of that I'm, bunch, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you at this point because you only had one swear word, and that's the first the very first segment. It's really and good. I only say poop. Poop's not really yeah. considered a swear. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who do you think on the women's that, that's going to win? Uh, I'll go with Cross Lake or either yeah. either Cross Lake or 
Free Nation selects. Well, who's Free Kelly Nation. playing with? I don't know. I can't remember who she's playing with. I talked to Neil, and I can't remember. He was talking. What about so Taylor? Who's Taylor? Taylor's playing with Cross He's Lake, playing right? with Cross Lake. Well, let's uh, go with the oh, – I'm going to say let, let's go with past guest teams. By I, think, I think Wiki. I, no, okay. I'll go with Wiki and Cree Nation Selects. Brady Keepers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Hmm. So, it'd be good really really good hockey again uh, to all our listeners in saskatchewan that can make the drive from alberta and uh east side of manitoba or west side like go watch some hockey you you will not be disappointed yeah all so, you uh, all you parents with young young women young young males go this is where uh you know this is good hockey this is what you want to strive for it's, it's tur- tournaments like this that'll be they'll be forever embedded in your memory who do you think is going to be MVP then? Do you have any picks on MVP? There's, there's lots. There's so many. It's so hard. Even I if know. you go best goalie, best D, there's so many good goalies. And yeah. Good defensemen. Like, geez. I know. Like that's it's, it. it's, that's it's, a good thing. It just shows you how deep and how good yeah. native talent is. Mm-hmm. And so. It just shouldn't be overlooked. Like No. no. Shit. You just, again. <laughs> Shit, not really. I swear it's poop. I'll say me see. Oh, but if, but if, but if, but if these kids go uh, repeat it in the school, they're gonna get in trouble. Okay, kids, think about that. Don't don't say shit. Say me see or me see. Me see, yeah. Me see in Cree. Yeah. Me see in Ojibwe. Hard hard Z sound in Ojibwe. Yeah. So say me see. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Bush and I. Well, I'll be there Thursday. Yeah. Bush will be there Friday. So Friday night, yeah. We'll be there Saturday selling merchandise. Oh, because I just woke up about uh, about two o'clock. Must be nice to sleep all damn day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Must be nice to sleep all night. Oh, it is. Yeah. So, and we have new swag. We got new hoodies. Yeah, new uh, hoodies. It's posted on Facebook. If you want a hoodie, shoot us a message and we'll figure out shipping because last time we kind of underestimated the shipping yeah. and that kind of kicked us in the butt. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So we'll figure it out, you guys. So they're nice hoodies. So we have black and gray. We should do some, uh, some t-shirts too since it's summertime. Yeah, we'll do t-shirts next time. So, anything else before we uh, we go? Okay, I got no. a question for you guys, the listeners. Before the Edmonton series started, Bush shaved his beard, and they won. Yeah. And now he's starting to have his uh, 7 o'clock shadow. <laughs> 7 o'clock. And it's starting to grow in again. So, should Bush... Shave his beard or his seven o'clock shadow with for the beginning of the second round since the Oilers won. Yeah, this Wednesday night. Or should he just grow his beard? I say shave it because they won the first round. They did, yeah. I think I will shave it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. 
Well, if there's nothing else, I guess uh, everyone have a good week and uh, yeah. remember to take care of each other, yeah. love each other, and we will yep. see. We're gonna we're gonna load up lots of pictures. Uh, there's gonna be lots of pictures on the Freddy Facebook, and we're gonna load up some pictures on our Facebook page. Yeah, for, we'll go live. Freddy. We'll go live and we'll interview some players and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. We'll ask him a bunch of goofy questions and yeah. So uh, yeah, guys, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mostly on Facebook. Hi, we'll li- five we'll go live. MySpace. Uh, Knet, <laughs> yeah, Res Fox. Where are you now? Uh, Yahoo Messenger, <laughs> yeah. MSN Messenger. Yep, Merc. Merc. <laughs> Holy crap! It's really old. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in Saskatoon. Have a good week yes. and uh, peace out, guys. Peace out. Later. <laughs>